dressed to look poor and then you went out and you hung out with the poor people and you're talking to them and you're sharing ideas about how to change the earth and how to you know and yeah. everybody loves what you're saying and you're like an influencer all of it and then all of a sudden your golden watch accidentally falls out of your pocket and hits the floor and everybody's like he's got a gold watch yeah. He's part of the rich people group. Yeah. Throw rocks at him. He's part of, he's a have. He's not a have not. Yeah. He's yeah. evil. Yeah. And yeah. so as soon as they can label you as in the box of the enemy, yeah. there's no no discussion, no dialogue, no debate. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they just should shut you up. Yeah. yeah shut you up and shut you out. And that and so that's where I'm trying to get is I I really want to champion an anti Marxist kind of message. Even yeah. amongst the left. Like, hey, you know, let's be leftist, but let's not be Marxist. Yeah. That's a great... Yeah. That, that's my message to homosexuals. Like, hey, you know what? If you believe you're born that way, you're an American. You have the right to believe you're born that way. And you have the right to kiss your girlfriend on any street corner you want to. But don't let these people turn you into Marxist. You yeah. know? Hey, if you're black, that doesn't mean you're a Democrat. Yeah. You know? Like, don't let people try to hijack you and tell you and put you in that circle yeah, and, and yeah yeah don't let people throw you in a box yeah 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 you know yeah do you think those are breaking down what the 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 boxes are like no i think the, they're, they're getting taller that's the really okay so, i don't know so that's where are you with martin are you with malcolm yeah Mar- martin luther king was like let's let's get rid of the boxes let's tear down the boxes let's tear let's rip jim crow in half let's get rid of all of that and let's fully integrate so that white boys white girls black boys black girls can run together uh, our great-grandchildren can eat meals together let's just get rid of all that right but the leftists are identifying you know the tribal things like oh you're with trump well, we don't agree with you yeah yeah that's i don't know and that's i think you're probably right in that they're they're creating more boxes and they're raising the walls on them and i think they want it that way because i don't know but that was like i was thinking about all that today and i'm like from a christian perspective from a christian perspective and like when you come to christ you're supposed to die to yourself so you can't identify there's no more identity in any of that stuff like there's no black white there's no male female there's none of that when you look in the mirror you see a dead man and you're like dead in christ and so it's like i don't know that's just what i I was kind of thinking about that today and i'm like even you know even if you're black right now like when you look in the mirror you shouldn't identify with the color of your skin if you're a christian like that shouldn't be your identity anymore. Like you yeah. should, you should. That should have nothing to do with how you see yourself, right? Which maybe that's insensitive to say, but I'm like, as a Christian, I think that's the truth. Yeah. Is you're dead in Christ and you live in Christ now, and there's no more skin color, there's no more gender, male, female, there's I, I, no more. You're. I would say you are born again, but you're also born again into an individual identity and a corporate identity. So your corporate identity. And your individual identity, kind of, individually, we're sons of God, but, yeah. but but corporately, we're hands, eyes, ears, feet, and noses. Okay, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Or you could reverse those two, but it'd be the same point. But you, so you're you're hands, eyes, ears, feet, and noses, and so we embrace our individual, we embrace our differences, and we equally value them. Yeah, yeah. Which is a very controversial idea. But embrace our idea. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. an evangelist is just as valuable as a prophet. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, try telling yeah. that to certain circles. You know, uh, uh-huh. a, a teacher, or to the circles on the other side of the pendulum, a teacher, a uh, a pastor is just as valuable as a teacher. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's all. Yeah, um, yeah. The 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 unity and the diversity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unity within diversity. Not uniformity. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? And so, uh, yeah, being embracing diversity rather than. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, but at the same time like I don't think that's your your skin color or your gender or right. your sexual orientation or your profession or your job or any of that. It's mm-hmm. it's still like you said you're you're you have your own and like looking at like you even mentioned with Martin Luther King, you're looking at the character of a person. Everybody has their own characteristics, yeah. their own like values in that way and it doesn't have anything to do with your skin color or your gender. Like it's it's the things God's put in your heart. Like God doesn't look at the outward appearance. God looks at the heart. And so it's you, you everybody is diverse in those ways, but they're all sons of God still and they're all See that that's, so, that'd be a good discussion for puzzle theory. Yeah. Is talking about how people embrace wrong variables and identifying their differences. We're all hungry for differences, whether it be the Enneagram or, or the oh, fivefold yeah. or the Myers Briggs. But we have to reject skin color as a, something that identifies difference. We have to reject birth year as something that identifies differences. Like oh, yeah. If you're a Taurus or an Aquarius or a Leo, that shouldn't matter. You, you know what I mean? And yeah, no, I lies. think that's really important, too, even in the fact of... Um Man, I think that's really important. I've never really thought about this before, so I could be totally wrong. But even in the birth year, as in like, because it seems like there's almost this division with millennials versus baby boomers too. It's like, and you need the hearts of the fathers being turned to the hearts of the children again. And you need to not, not even divide over that and keep throwing people in boxes like that way. Well, you're just a millennial. Well, you're just a old fuddy-duddy. Well, you're just like, like to get rid of the birth years too and to see the value in like, even in that, man, yeah, that, that's, that's good. good. Yeah, yeah, and so, and a lot of it is. This gets real controversial to talk about gender, but um, a lot of it has to do with the born that way concepts too. Like, just because you're born a certain month, or born a certain generation, or you know, born born a certain skin color, th- that doesn't define you. What defines yeah. you is the, when you're born again. You're born again into a certain type of like, um, you know. Well, even when you're in your mother's womb, you had the Myers, your, your Myers-Briggs identity, your Enneagram identity, your fivefold identity, you know, your calling. I believe desire is a clear indicator of destiny. I've said that a hundred times. And so that you, des- a lot of people with the desire to do certain things is, you know, like yeah. there's something to your sister's desire to travel all the time. Yeah. There might be part of her destiny there. You know what I mean? That doesn't happen on accident. Or, yeah kids desire to fly planes or play doctor when they're five years old. I mean, yeah. Those are things worth paying attention to, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. that's individual identity. That shouldn't be, like, um... You remember the Dead Poet Society, that movie? I never saw it, it actually. It's about this kid that wanted to be an actor, but his dad wanted him to be a doctor. Yeah. So he's going to school to be a doctor, but he sneaks out to go audition to be an actor and to perform in this play and stuff. And, um... You know, projection. Uh, projecting people into boxes. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's really not good. Yeah, yeah, and look at the desire of their heart and try to... Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, and so re- re- removing projection is key to puzzle theory, and removing projection 
is key to these boxes too. Yeah. You know? Uh huh. So anyway, yeah, I, I need to sort a lot of that out myself to get that because there's oh, different holes in that. Different holes in that. Yeah, and, and there's, okay. there's need for clear verbiage and stuff of really identifying the leaven and the lump. It's just so yeah, like you said, it's so hard because you get those gotcha statements, and it's like it, it just yeah. uh, really. I mean, that's something I think you're working. I mean, I think you're very good at it, but I think you're working on too. We're we're all constantly working on it, but just like trying to say things perfectly. Right. Like that's I'm like I'm that way too because it's like, like I mean like you mentioned Jordan Jordan Peterson before people would say come at him and say you said this and you'd be like no I didn't say that, and that's like something I've always been cautious about too. I'm like I want like because people like I'll say something and I've ran into that multiple times and they'll hear something completely different right. and I'm like and then they'll like start to get mad and I'm like did I say that I'm like I did not say that at all. Right. And so, like, I think that's where all the holes come from, too. And, like, you're talking about, like, trying to formulate and articulate it perfectly. Right. And it's that's very a, hard. You know, um, my mom was telling me from her experiences in corporate America, especially at the top tiers, brainstorming is crucial. And brainstorming basically is when you have, like, 15 people around a boardroom table and they put a problem on the center of the table and they all just talk randomly and the key to brainstorming is everybody needs to feel a freedom to make stupid suggestions, you know, because sometimes, you know, 10 stupid suggestions might lead to three good ones, you know, Yeah. and so, but if you don't feel the freedom for the 10, you don't get to the three, you know, and, uh, and so brainstorming is where people have that type of freedom. Yeah. You know, if, yeah, we, yeah. if we want people to flow in the gifts, we need to give them the freedom to mess up. Yeah. If you want yeah, children yeah. to grow, you need to give them the freedom to you know, fall off their bike a couple times, you know? Yeah, yeah. But yet, there's no room for that. And, uh... Yeah. I mean, they, people can come out with statements saying, I don't agree with what I said. I now see that this is better. I repent. They're like, who cares? You're still evil. Yeah, you know, yeah, there's yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's a form of control. It's a form of silencing the masses. It's fear... It's fear-mongering, you know? Mm-hmm. But those yeah. are all things. It'd be fun to do the chaos versus control just this discussion. Yeah, I really I'd like to get into that too, man. Because I think that was to me. I think that was uh, that that seemed prophetic too. Yeah, <laughs> very, very prophetic. Because you see, I don't know when you're talking about the tribal, the tribe, the Musin tribes, and it, it almost seems more. Like, I mean, I guess people could say it's conspiracy theory also, but I mean, no. I, oh, I oh, oh, what's conspiracy theory? Uh, I don't think. It, okay, I I mean I don't know I I don't I, you you look kind of tired so I don't know if we want to go into all this I guess it, conspiracy theory in a way where people would say because the chaos out of chaos comes control and so it's like they are take like you said they they purposely take a tribe of people a group they purposely take a group of people form them into a tribe and then attack a wall and they want to bring something down so like you we witness all this chaos and then it's like. In all this chaos right now, they took. Um, I don't want to say that that the like any of that was. I've heard people say that that, that George Floyd's death was staged or something, right. and I don't want to make that accusation. I th- mm. I think it's foolish to me. But it, so say it was real, but then the leftists jump on that because they see an opportunity or something or mm-hmm. whatever. Right? I shouldn't even say leftists. I'm sorry for saying that. Just whatever the 
the government jumps yeah. on it. Let's just say that. Gotcha statement. Man, right. now people are going to turn off. Yeah, so like, no, just the government in general. Let's say they, they see that, or politicians in general, they see mm-hmm. that, so they jump on that opportunity. That's what I mean. It kind of sounds, it could sound conspiracy theory because people yeah. are like, you're saying the whole thing staged. I'm not even saying that. They just see the opportunity. So they're like, okay, well, here's a chance to create chaos. Let's say this is, you know, like, let's really, really, even if it was a, a racist guy, I like, if it was, and he really killed him because of his race, like whether it was or it wasn't, that's not debatable. But they say, let's, let's say it is, and let's mm-hmm. emphasize that it is in order to create chaos. Yeah. So that way there'll be this chaos. So that way we can get more control. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, we're going to lose something in here. And like you said, I thought what you said was really, I mean, I had never even heard of the lynching laws or whatever, but it's like, watch what they're trying to take away from you. Watch what yeah. freedom, there's chaos going on. And so they're going to try to take a little bit more control, which means we're going to mm-hmm. lose, there's going to be some sort of legi- legislation that's going to be put in place. And I don't know what it's going to be exactly, but it's going to be a weapon for them. Yeah anywhere else like they'll have this legislation put put in place and then they can use it against later they can use it later on against whoever they want and i think eventually where i said it was prophetic i think eventually it's all going to be used against the church to just completely obliterate the church like right now i don't think their sites i don't think they're that shrewd or Mm -hmm. that like precise as in like hey let's we really need to blow the church off the map maybe they are but i think it will come to that point and then they'll have all those things in place all those legislations to where like churches you do this boom you're in jail or you're you're in jail you could even be jailed for life or yeah or crucified i don't know right yeah Yeah. it is yeah um totally are you recording this I yeah yeah I okay, hit record well, just in case. Oh, that's I don't good. Know. Yeah, you know it's good. Sometimes stuff comes out. Yeah, it's good. Because um, when you start talking about puzzle pieces and yeah, stuff, I was like, yeah, I get, I I get into get... that. Man. Um, but yeah, you're. I mean, even like when you brought that up about the them weaponizing a group of people, and it's like, like, I guess that's what I mean where like it, it almost seems like conspiracy theory because you're like the politicians are out to get me and they're doing it secretly mm. and and they're behind it but it really I mean when you say it, it though then the way you said it and yeah and the the ideologies are at war you know mm-hmm. um yeah what do you that's, think that's so so many layers uh I guess if you zoom, if you super zoom out, you talk yeah. about Babylon, Tower yeah. of Babel, and <laughs> yeah. then later you talk about Babylon, and so Tower of Babel, Genesis, Babylon, the end. So the beginning and the end of the Old Testament had Babel and Babylon, yeah. and then from those ideas come the one world religion, the one world order, the one world, mm-hmm. the new world order, uh, one world religion. Um, you find all the religions they're merging to have sun and moon worship going on. You talk about the merger of Muslim and the Catholic Church, uh, and which is a lot easier to I've merge together before, than than most people would think. Uh, Catholics worship the sun; Muslims worship the moon. 
I haven't heard the, that. At all. The Muslim women and the nuns dress alike. The way they worship sounds similar. Huh. <laughs> anyway, I but that it gets really weird. But and so fast forward. Well, Babylon, four hundred BC, end of the Old Testament. Uh, Plato, the famous world, fam- most famous world philosopher in history, whatever. Plato writes the book The Republic. Um, I think law first mentions the Republic is the first time that term was ever used. I don't think. I think Plato kind of invented the term Republic. I can't find that word mentioned prior to Plato. Yeah. So before 400 BC, Plato defines this word Republic. And what is a Republic? A Republic is where the philosopher kings rule over the masses. And they do so by having the auxiliaries. Uh, they use police force in order to do so. Um, Plato wrote about a society. Plato's Utopia Society was a society where the philosopher kings ruled and everybody underneath them were soldiers. So every citizen is a soldier. And so every citizen is under rule and control of his master. Plato wrote, and quote, even to the point where he would take instruction on when to shower and when to take his meals and so that every citizen would be constantly focused on their commander and then uh, the commander then and, and that way the whole society could operation operate in unity in order to um, in order to make a stronger state and so everybody serving the state Plato wrote and, and so in order to establish this, Plato created all these ideas. Um, one idea was uh, that only the elite should breed. So only the really? wisest and smartest people should be multiplying. Uh, the unelite should not be allowed to breed. And he paralleled, it, he paralleled, he says, when you, Plato's quote was, when, when you breed your hunting dogs, you're not breed of the finer. How much more should we do that as humans so we can make a finer race? Dude, so, that, that freaks me out, thinking well, about genetic coding and yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, this was 400 B.C. This was before Christ. This is Old yeah. Testament stuff. This yeah, is yeah. Babylon. It's like the time of Daniel kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so Plato wrote that. Um, well, that's that, That's <clears throat> like, you see that going on now, even yeah. in like, sorry, sorry, I like um, with the, like, in, in, a, in a very subtle way, because with the genetic coding, I mean, wouldn't that be the same thing? Like, you you don't want to take your genes, like if you do you know are you familiar with that where they they want to like where like they want to edit people's genes to make them to do away with certain diseases and do this and that have you heard right, that yeah, yeah, yeah that's been so debatable they've been trying to prove there's a gay gene and all sorts of stuff like that yeah but uh, wouldn't that be kind of the same thing you're breeding the elite because then you're you're comp- you're messing with genes, and then you're not even use you're you're not even using all genes anymore, right? Right. You're just uh, trying to make the perfect, the more elite person. A simple debate point that I present to Plato. Yeah. Just to go head to head with the quote, the Plato's quote is yeah. uh, of a look at your hunting dogs. Do you not yeah. breed of the finer? How much more so should we do so with men? Well, what's a better dog? How, how do you make a better dog? Uh, a better Chihuahua is a smaller Chihuahua. A better Great Dane is a bigger Great Dane. A better a Golden Retriever is one that'll fetch a stick and be a good family dog. A better yeah. Rottweiler is one that's a guard dog. That's the opposite of the Golden Retriever because he's mean to people and stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. every dog, you know, um, Border Collie is more hyper, you know, whatever. Uh, the You can't make a better dog. There's no such thing as a better dog because better is debatable. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, um, but in order for better to exist, and I had the you, best. You, everybody you, has the best dog. Yeah, everybody has the my best dog. My dog was yeah. the best dog. <laughs> you, yeah, you have to narrow down to one, one characteristic. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so Darwinism wasn't science that actually was validated as an independent science. The Darwinism was advocated because it, Darwinism was a science that reinforced Plato. So Darwinism. Okay. Uh, Darwinism came over a thousand years. Darwin was over a thousand years after, after Plato. Plato yeah. But yet, his his ideas were perceived as true science because they advocated Plato. So Plato's book, The Republic, basically is like the Bible for the Freemasons. That's their utopia society. Huh. And so he created the ideal utopia society in his book. He envisioned it. And that's like the blueprint, the roadmap, the destination for the one world order, the dark left people, whatever. And um, Plato wrote, no child should know who their parents are. Uh, No woman should live alone with any man, um, you know, and because all children should be raised up to serve the state. Yeah. Um, You know, these ideas are reflected in movies a lot. You know, John Carter was a movie where a whole tribe of people, no children, knew who their parents were. It's it's all it's it's, it's Disney stuff. Um, Disney stuff. And so, yeah, you see it, <laughs> you see it all the time in Disney stuff. So <laughs> that gets really abstract and dark, and we can hash it out clearer later. But um, I guess to understand politics, it's not about let's pick the politician that is better at ruling so that we can get to a better place. It's about understanding these politicians define a better place as 200 miles west, and these politicians define a better place as 200 miles east. So it's not about the most talented politician. It's about what direction are they going. Yeah, that's you know? good. And so the, the direction of freedom, the direction of pro-family, the direction of individual empowerment, small business America, all those kind of right ideas, the direction of establishing our, our borders so we can continue to flourish you know within ourselves whatever uh those are contradictory to the idea of anti-family and more control and a philosopher kings and survival of the fittest and you know um they're just they're contradictory ideas yeah and so i think debating ideas is good rather than debating people yeah you mm-hmm. know in chess a chess master taught me pieces can move but lines remain so if you establish a line okay, from here to that. there, it gets really deep. But no, yeah, no, yeah, piece, I want to think about that for a second. That's yeah, a cool statement. Yeah, pieces. Mm-hmm. So if your if your bishop is lined up to kill your opponent's queen, but there's a pawn in the way, mm-hmm. well, the, you establish the line. You move that pawn out of the way, and then now the bishop can attack the queen. Pieces can move, but lines remain. And so in chess, you want to establish lines like movie different pieces so you draw better lines across the board understanding that pieces can move later and so the same way you know it's it's actually a different direction and so that's why i think getting into ideological debates where rather than people debates is very important you know uh you know trump um has said gotcha statements that have thrown him under the bus but it doesn't change ideologies you know and so that's why like let's are you with Martin or are you with Malcolm? You know? Yeah. That's a great discussion because you can't yeah. play the black card and you can't say racist because they're both reform reformers. Yeah. And they were both very much so, you know, pro um, 
they were both activists. Yeah. So, but they had different ideas. They agreed on the problem, but they didn't agree on the solution. Yeah. They devoted their lives to the problem. They didn't, um, but they advocated different solutions. Yeah. What was the Malcolm X solution? Like, because I don't, his, I don't know anything. His, about his that. solution like, was Marxism, tribalism, uh, well, um, having black people rise up to defend, having black people cluster together and defend their people as an individual tribe and then fight for their own rights. Yeah. So, like, uh, but Martin Luther's idea was full integration. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I guess Jim Crow, Malcolm X might say, we need to make the black bathrooms just as good as the white bathrooms, and we need to make black people just as empowered as white people. We need to fight for black empowerment rather than... And it says, but that perception, too, I think, like, you made a statement, I think it was yesterday, and you said... Are we having... What was it, man? I wish I could remember right now. Um, are we? Look, I think it was something along the lines of, are we going to look at someone's race or are we going to look at their character? Or oh, right? that's a Martin Luther King quote. Uh, I have a dream that my four children would be judged, or I don't know if he says judged, but would be judged by the content of their character rather than the color of their skin. Yeah. That's, okay. Uh, yeah, I can hit it word for and word. And so the Malcolm X there. is like the idea is opposite that, right? Almost. Right. Yeah, yeah. His idea was that Malcolm X would be like, I have a dream that black people would be just as powerful as white people, and that black people would, um, you know, have. Um, yeah. I, yeah. It's, I it's almost like I have a dream yeah, yeah. that the American nation of black people would be just as successful and wealthy as the American nation of white people. Yeah. And so they'd be like two like like it's almost like a Jim Crow kind of idea. Like that they'd be two coexisting groups that were basically at war against each other, like the haves and the have nots. It's just Marxism. Yeah. You know, but the better thing is, is full integration. Yeah, you say it like it's just like so simple. Cause it's so simple to you because you thought yeah, about it so much. You're like, right. yeah, it's just just Marxism, and man, <laughs> it's easy to spot. No, like most people don't see these things. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he did say judged. He says, I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they are not, uh, where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, that I think what that was cool is his, his Martin Luther King was like, I want my children to be judged by the content of their character. Yeah. If my children are going to be. And, you know, I don't want my children to be entitled to something like it's owed to them. I want them to have to stay on their own two feet and grow in character and then be judged accordingly. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a level playing field, but it doesn't mean it's easy. Yeah. Uh, you know, like mm-hmm. there's still yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. that core American struggle to, yeah. I mean, one location, small business, American ownership, that's like the hardest thing you can do in the world. That's not a luxury. Yeah. Like trying to start your own business and make it work. Yeah. I'm gonna read it. I kind of want to read the scripture now because you even mentioned that quote and the content of their character, and you talking about it not being an easy thing, um, and the struggle in it, and how you mentioned before, um, not not in this like recording, but the other one like about falling down, like in the the path yeah, of success, yeah, and there's a lot of falling down. Yeah, it says like, and not only, but and just because that word character, and not okay. Let's see. 
I'll just start at the beginning of chapter 5, Romans chapter 5. Therefore, having been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have access by faith into this grace which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. All right, so here's where I want to start. And not only, but we also glory in tribulations. Like you said, it's not going to be easy. Like, And we glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance produces character, and character hope. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, which was given to us. So, like, even that struggle, that falling down, yeah. like getting up, like, even to take it out of a Christian context, but the scripture is what stated it. But even to take it out of that and just look at it, sec- I mean, you can be totally secular, and it's the same way. The tribulation produces perseverance, which produces character, which produces hope. And hope does not disappoint. Yeah, hope is, <laughs> you know, I was thinking, Yeah, Paul said, Here's all the gifts of the Spirit. Here's the fivefold. Here's 1 Corinthians 12. Look at this. But these three things remain. Mm-hmm. Faith, hope, and love. Now, the greatest of these is love. Yeah. But he's saying after all this stuff, these three things remain. These are the elements. This is the important stuff. Yeah. Faith, hope, and love. Now, we're, we got a word of faith background, so we've been taught every faith message you can imagine. Yeah. Forward, backward, upside down. But... And love, I mean, love Love is the answer. You know, we all know that. But yeah. hope is also there. Faith, hope, and love. Yeah. And what? why is that on the list? Why did hope make the top three list? You know? Yeah. And so top three, hope is on the list. Um, hope. Man. Hope is what's being stolen from black America by Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you want to just get down to it, you know, we live in a, a time... When people should have more hope than any other time before, but now that hope is being stolen. Yeah. By. Uh, How so? Can you can well, you articulate that, well, that, that idea? Through, I want to. Um, diagnosis based entitlement is yeah. hopeless. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's like, true. Yeah. If you live in a prison, you 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 live hopeless. Yeah. You know, um, put putting a, a low hanging ceiling above somebody's head so they can never rise above a ceiling. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Yeah. Or yeah. cage bars, you know, um, a lot, a lot of hopelessness. Yeah, that's there's a true. lion in the streets is a hopeless conclusion because you can never leave your house. Yeah, there's no hope for you to be an entrepreneur. There's no hope for you to, you know, explore the world and meet new friends and stuff. Yeah, there's a lion's gonna get you. Yeah, but that's not true. You, the truth is, you can explore the world and you can make new friends and you can. Yeah, you know, um, there's a lot more hope. So, hope, hope deferred makes the heart sick. You know, like, yeah, or. Or, or that's different because that's people having hope for something that doesn't exist. But hope is so foundational, you know. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah. You, you almost could say hope probably was one of the biggest motivators to got Jesus to do miracles. That's super controversial, but no, I, I want to think about that. Yeah, yeah, hope, hope, yeah. And, you know, expectancy. Yeah, people uh-huh. had an ex- people had an expectancy, and then that expectancy was met with miracles. Jesus would go to places. Where is this not the carpenter's son? Yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. Woe unto you, Tyre and Sidon. You know, for but yeah. there, but there are other places where there was. I don't know tying hope and expectancy together might, no, might be too far. No, I, I like I like um, I like the thought because I mean, like even faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love, obviously. But then even in faith, one thing that helped me with faith too is the seeing it as faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't know why. Uh, I guess maybe word of faith growing up in that 
I kind of disassociated the two. I never really thought of it as faithfulness and like yeah. almost in a perseverance in a sense because faith is the evidence of things hoped for. It's mm-hmm. like when you have that hope, like you're faithful and you keep walking in this and there's a consistency and a faithfulness and people yeah. are like, why are you doing these things? Why are you living this way? And it's because you have that hope. And so like you have that expectancy that yeah. if I keep doing this, if I keep living this way, if I continue in this faith mm-hmm. or in this way, then this hope, this expectancy will come to pass. Yeah. Yeah. So I, th- I don't think it's wrong for you to associate those two, the hope and expectancy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Hope. Faith is log- is logically based. Like, faith doesn't have any feelings. Faith says, I believe this because the Bible says that I'm going to do it because that's what I think we do. This is truth. Mm-hmm. You don't need to tour from it. But hope, hope's very emotional, you know? And so, hope is powerful, man. People, mm-hmm. when people are full of hope, they're full of a different type of emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, for that's a great message for leftists. Because, you know, even if somebody's deeply buried in a lot of emotional-based kind of conclusions and stuff, you know, hope. Man, yeah, that's that's powerful. Hope hope, hope is powerful. Yeah, I always like, like, I like to see it um, as basically your, yeah, your lamp. It's the light of your eyes, sort of, and it's, I mean, it's so sad, like, even even just recently, Ravi Zacharias, you know. Yeah. Like, and what happened to him, and he had no hope. Like, the doctors gave him no hope. And it's like, you quench that light, you quench someone's hope. Yeah. And they perish. Like, and so, mm-hmm. you, like, you're talking about if people, these people, if, you know, in this whole movement, if, if hope's taken away from them, if hope's taken away from everybody, then it's like you're quenching their light. You're putting out their future. Yeah. 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 Because um, faith isn't the only thing. Faith, you know, you, you can logically have faith, but hope is like... <laughs> yeah, it's powerful. Yeah, man. Yeah. Totally. And so uh yeah, I I don't like that hope is being stolen. You know? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah, it really is. And when you lose it too, I mean, you not only lose your life cuz if you look at it in that sense as like it's the light of your future, like it's your it's your hope, it's it's hope for a better future even and it's like if that's taken away, then you either perish, you either just give up and die. Or, I guess you just yeah. And in that hopelessness, there's chaos too. You yeah. create. You're like, who cares anymore? Mm-hmm. Everything's hopeless. Let's just, you know, to hell with the world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that emotional backed, it gets really bad. You know. Um. Yeah. It's a lot of thoughts. <laughs> Plus, it's so late, too. Man. Yeah, dude, we're we're so just. Like, <laughs> I know, we go for like an hour and a half, I and then we, then we get onto this I, stuff. And I was like, I was like, I'm kind of glad I hit record, even if I don't post this, which I'm fine with pu- I, publishing it too. I just. Well, I um, I it, like what we talked about before because I want to outline those points to get them more. Yeah. Honestly, if we can get to a point of like three minute kind of chunks, you know. Yeah. Be good, but those have to be properly sliced up and and maybe come in the right order or something i don't know yeah well in this here yeah we gotta branch the almond tree man (laughs) yeah good night